out of those days, I made certain choices and decisions. While making the choices and decisions, of course, I was not sure what the consequence would be. So I was happy making the decisions. But when the consequences turned out, it turned out ugly and really ugly. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Today's episode is sponsored by the Valuation Masterclass Online, the complete, proven, step-by-step -step online course to guide you from novice to valuation expert. Podcast listeners can claim your amazing 35% discount by going to myworstinvestmentever.com slash deals. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I'm here with featured guest, Zoom. Zoom, are you ready to rock? Sure, of course. All right. Well, let me introduce you to the audience. Zoom is the host of Intensify Humanity Podcast, a best-selling author, an NLP practitioner, a thought leader, a passionpreneur, and an intensifier mentor. Soon, take a minute and fill in further tidbits about your life. Thank you, Andrew, first of all, for inviting me to your show. And it has a really catchy name, The Worst Investment, which I can resonate with my own story. So if I just happen to share one of the most important aspects of my story, it would be when I came to this new city known as Mumbai. This is known as the city of dreams in India. And I came here for a job. So I was just doing job like any other person out of college, you get a job and you think that you're settled in life. You have done a big job in life. But what happens is we take decisions every single day. And in the course of time, when I was in the job, I happened to meet so many people and I knew so many, made so many good friends and all. Out of those days, I made certain choices and decisions. While making the choices and decisions, of course, I was not sure what the consequence would be. So I was happy making the decisions. But when the consequences turned out, it turned out ugly and really ugly. So in Indian currency, I went into a debt of more than rupees 25.5 lakhs. I need to convert it. What is in dollars? So it's basically... I trusted some people and my worst investment was over there that I trusted some people and made certain decisions and went into not just financial debt, but an emotional and mental debt as well. And it took me a long time to recover from that. And I would never forget those days when I was in such a low phase in my life and I was so ashamed to talk to anybody regarding that because I used to think that, how can I make such a dumb decision? People would say, how can you be so dumb? Because I made the choice. It was my responsibility to come out of that phase. Mm. And long story short, fast forward few months. So I have come out of that situation by following a process, doing something that I've never done in life. So I started working on myself, on my mind, on my awareness about the society, psychology, finance, everything. And basically, I started working on my self-development. And fast forward, I am helping people who are stuck in that kind of phase in life 
to revive and relive their life again and gain back the freedom and power they never had. Mm. And what was it? What was it that tempted you to put your money in this, you know, in trusting this person or in this investment or, you know? So I discovered this when I learned NLP that I had a pattern. I didn't know before that. So I discovered that I had a pattern of helping anybody who comes to me, cries or shows their emotional side and they need help from me, even be it at one o'clock at night or two o'clock at night, whatever help they need, I am okay to give. And this has not just happened once, it has happened over and over and over again. And that's how I recognized my pattern, which was actually hampering me. And mm. instead of thinking rationally at that point of time, I just jumped into that situation and finally realized that it was, of course, not the best decision of my life. And is it, I mean, do you think that other people are susceptible to this type of thing where they, when they see someone in pain or they see someone, you know, crying or they see someone in need that... Absolutely. hundred percent. So mm. when I was running in this kind of legal things, I was talking to, you know, certain people after that, like they also came to me and said that, oh my God, I'm also in a debt of this much lakhs of rupees. I gave to my cousin, I gave to my uncle, I gave to my friend and this and that. So it is a basic human nature. But the problem is we are never taught about how to control our own emotions or how to basically channelize it and apply exactly where it is needed to be, especially in our conventional academic education system. Mm. And can you recall the moment when you realized that you had made a big mistake or that, you know, that it was lost or something like that? Absolutely. How can I forget that moment? So I was trying to connect the person who took money from me because it was a loan from the bank and it was the loan in my name. And I was asking the person to repay the EMI amount, the loan amount. But that time I realized he blocked me away and he was not picking up my call. So this happened quite a number of times. Then uh, everyone, you know, after that, when I started, thought of putting out a legal complaint and everything. So that moment, which you asked, of course, is the time when I realized that I'm not getting response from that particular person. And I was just going down, down, down mentally and emotionally, and I was not seeing any kind of solution. So that gave me the boost. Mm. All right. So let's review. What did you learn from this? The learning, the first learning is that Ignorance is not a bliss, it's a disease. <laughs> Tell me more, what do you mean by that? So we are being taught from childhood that ignorance is bliss. So ignorance about human psychology, ignorance about your patterns, ignorant about financial awareness, ignorant about who are you and what the hell are you doing in life, ignorance about if anybody is coming to you, how to understand whether that person is genuine or not, whether a friend or a foe, doesn't matter. Ignorance about taking a decision, what kind of impact it will happen. Ignorance about pros and cons of anything. So you talk about anything, it has an ignorance associated with it because that is how the majority of us have been brought up. Yep. What else did you learn? So the second point is, every problem has a hidden meaning in it, which is 
if you decipher that, it is for your betterment. And the hidden meaning that I found out was I was lacking my self-development. I was not knowing what the hell I was doing and who I was and where exactly I was going in life. Mm. All right. Any other things that you learned from it? The third thing is I never knew what kind of potential I had till the time I jumped in the waters. Mm -hmm. And then you found it. Yes. And so you these probably, are the three major. You yeah. probably, you know, going back to your second one about the problem has a hidden meaning, ultimately going through that problem brought you out the other side a better person. Yes, absolutely. A more aware person. Yes. Great. Well, let me summarize some of the things that I take away. I mean, one of the things in the world of finance is, you know, risk. We're always talking, you know, we look at risk. And the question is, you know, are you compensated for taking on risk? Well, the answer to that question is there's certain risks that you take that you're not compensated for. And those are risks that you could have mitigated. So let's look at an example. In investing, if you only bought one stock, instead of knowing that diversifying across maybe 10 or 20 stocks would reduce your risk, the world doesn't compensate you for that. Another good example is if you get in a car and you don't put on your seatbelt, it's a known risk and the world doesn't compensate you for taking that risk. So it's not that we want to completely remove risk. It's that we want to reduce risk in every place that we're not really compensated for. If somebody doesn't know anything about finance and they buy one stock, the chances that they're going to lose all their money is very high. And they say, hey, high risk, high return. No, that's not the case. So in the same way in life, in the more I've, the longer I've lived, I really believe that risk management is one of the most important things that you can teach a young person. And that's financial, that's emotional, that's business, it's all types of risk. And if, in fact, if you think about, just like think about a professional athlete, there's many people out there that could have been a professional athlete and they had all the skills, they worked very hard, but they injured their shoulder or they injured their knee. And it's over. There is no, you cannot compete if you get that injury. And so life is a bit like that, that we, we must take risks, but we also try to reduce it, as I said at the beginning of the podcast. The second I thing- I agree with you more, yeah. just to add to yeah. that point, that if you are not taking calculated risks, it is another form of risk. Correct. And in finance- we often call that risk shortfall risk. So if somebody comes to me and they say, I got a million dollars and I'm not taking any risk with it, I'm putting it in the bank and I'm earning, you know, 1%. What they don't realize is that they are now exposing themselves to shortfall risk that 20 or 30 years from now, the money hasn't, hasn't outpaced inflation and therefore it's worth a lot less. There is simply no way to exist without taking on risk. The second thing that I learned from you is the idea of framework. And I was just talking with someone about this earlier today. The idea that 
we all have a framework through which the lenses through which we see the world. And one of the hardest things that someone can do is to get themselves out of their framework. I would say the majority of people never do, but for the people that, that want to really challenge themselves, and it can be very painful sometimes, if you try to identify what is your framework, as you did when you described this pattern of behavior, when you see your framework and then you move beyond your framework and you construct your own framework for life, then you have true freedom. Absolutely. Very well described, actually. Yeah. I think about this a lot because I think that when I moved to Thailand, I was 26 years old and I had a framework of a young American guy of what I thought life was like, what I thought, what behavior you should be rewarded for and all of that. And then later I went to China and I saw another you know, environment and then I just really realized that my framework that I learned in Cleveland, Ohio, when I was growing up in a little town south of Cleveland, wasn't a framework that was going to help me be successful, you know, in the world. And I had to reconstruct the framework. And, you know, that's where I really learned about it. And I think you described it, you know, well in your own story. All right. Now, based on what you've learned from this story and what you continue to learn, what one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Hands down, there is one thing that I would definitely recommend each and every one out there whether or not they go through this condition or not, absolutely, is self-development. If you don't invest in yourself, if you don't invest in your mind, you are taking the biggest risk in your life. Beautiful. Self-development. Develop your mind. Develop yourself. All right, last question. What's your number one goal for the next 12 months? So actually, the number one goal, which has two aspects in it, that is interviewing. I have set a target of interviewing 200 people for my podcast, Intensify Humanity. I'm just on the list right now. And taking my online program, that is, I have structured Intensify Life University that I'm planning to launch this year. That is one of the biggest goals where it will be an entire unconventional education system. Everything that is not taught in schools and colleges. Exciting. Yeah. Well, let's make sure that we'll put any links in the show notes for those people that want to follow your progress and of those course. people who want to subscribe and, and get in there. All right, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. To find more stories like this previous episodes, and resources to help you reduce your risk, visit myworstinvestmentever.com. As we end soon, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. I know it's painful talking about our losers, but our listeners are learning to win as a result. And I want to congratulate you for being one of the brave ones who has turned your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Just one thing, if you are still stuck in that kind of phase where you just feel stuck, you're not seeing any kind of light at the end of the tunnel, know that there is a hidden meaning out there and it is trying to tell you something. And that's why start working on yourself because all the answers are here. It needs to just come out through you. 
So that's why start investing in your own self-development. And thank you, Andrew, so much. You're an absolutely amazing host. And your podcast is amazing with an amazing theme. Thank you for inviting me. You know, it's great to have you on. And I, I love the idea of searching and finding your hidden meaning in your struggles. And that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and most importantly, protect our well fellow risk takers. I'll see you on the upside.